it's Kadesha and Monique and we come from Queens oh so can I just say something <laughs> um what do I want to say actually <laughs> oh, oh yes yes I actually want to um apologize for the podcast about the spirituality and how I thought I was recording with my new microphone, but I was actually recording with my laptop microphone. So there was this fan issue going on, and yeah, I, I just heard now, it. a little bit. Okay, that's another thing that probably won't be that audible once I edit this podcast. But that's not the same like my laptop. My laptop has an aggressive cooling fan that shows no mercy. And that's all I wanted to say. Thank you very much. And of course, I have to say something. So... I've been on my little workout thing, whatever you want to call it. So um, one of my neighbors saw me working out, and she says, you're so skinny, you shouldn't be working out. And I just have to say that being skinny has nothing to do with being in shape, and that physical fitness should be a part of a lifestyle. It's, It's just a choice to be healthier and to just love you more. That's all. Because that wasn't the first time I've heard something like that. So I just wanted to address that a little bit. No, I mean, I could completely relate to that. But this is not that kind of podcast. We can add that to the list of things to talk about. At oh, really? Time. Sorry. I mean, that was just like a no, little... No, but I think that actually plug. can be something worthy to talk about. The difference oh. in body shaming. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Adds to the ding, list. Ding, Cool. But that was still my say something. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Today's topic is our favorite books we each picked we each we both whatever picked three books that we liked i don't know are yours from this summer or in general mine are just in general yeah mine's probably a little bit in general too so i will start with saying one of my um, favorite books i've also spoke about this in my youtube video is the mastery of love by don miguel ruiz he's also the author i'm sorry time out you, that was a shameless plug. Okay. Okay, sorry. Just, okay, I had to. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So he's the author of The Four Agreements, and uh, that's a very popular book. I didn't read that book first, so that's probably why it's not, like, my favorite. But The Mastery of Love, it's a self-help book. Um, it talks a lot about spirituality, and it really gave me an understanding of interacting with people and how I interact with them and even though the title is mastery of love it's not like how to get someone to fall in love with you or like you know tricking people like that it's just understanding that we're like energies so you're interacting with people and you're exchanging energies with them and if you have negative people in your life that negative spills over into you and vice versa if you're a person that comes with like maybe I don't know a lot of trauma in your life and you're interacting with people you can very well be exchanging some of your traumatic energy onto them and it's just for me it was just a very good read your turn so my book is my first book is called reposition yourself living life without limits and it's by the bishop td jakes first of all let me say that i just love the bishop and i read a lot of his books and they are well I just like his choice of words and how he just crafts stories with them 
to ultimately like minister to you. But anyway, so the book is pretty much self-explanatory based on the title. It just, talk, it just talks about positioning yourself to live a successful life in whatever arena that you're in. Um, this book changed the way that I viewed myself as far as working is concerned. I never, when I read this book, I was a freshman in college and it was after my first semester of college. So prior to reading the book, I never viewed myself as a smart person. Like I just always thought like, I guess I can do whatever I need to do to kind of get by as far as grades are concerned. Like I'm that smart, but I'm not smart enough to get like straight A's or anything. But the book allowed me to really change my perspective on myself and see and realize that I am smart. I am whatever I say I am. So from that point on, I started to view myself as intelligent, as someone who was capable of obtaining certain grades. And let me tell you that after reading that book, like I have become more disciplined in a lot of the things that I did, um, whether it was academically or just um, in general. And... I was able to soar as a result of reading the book. Yeah. Okay. I have for my second book, 1984 by George Orwell. Now, I read this book in college. I think I was taking this um, literature course. It was, I think, band literature. Band as in not a band, but... <laughs> you know, things that people got in trouble for reading. So the book was originally written in 1948, and he basically predicted everything that's happening right now in the sense of Big Brother, in the sense of um, conditioning and desensitizing, in the sense that kids are, kids are exposed to violence, whether it is in actuality or in video games or movies and in cartoons. So that when certain things happen, maybe they don't have a really emotional reaction to it. The human conditioning in the terms of, I guess you can say, trends of social media and, I don't know. You know how we kind of have like little culty things within our social media um, realms like that? He talks about Big Brother and how we could be in our homes and we're being surveillance by the government. So you can think about your cell phone, you can think about anything you have that has a camera basically and a microphone, your computers, the Xbox One, that's the only one I could speak of, that it turns on when you say something, so I feel like it's always listening to you. And your iPad and your iPhone? Yeah, anything Hello, that Siri. has a camera and a microphone. Yeah. And there's also this thing uh, in the book that they talk about thought police where people didn't even feel comfortable thinking certain things because the government would find out and they'll be arrested. Wow. And uh, that was just like, wow, because I just think of how we express our thoughts and feelings on social media. And depending on who you are and what you're saying, that definitely comes back to, to bite you in one way <laughs> or another. And then there was this also thing that, um, what was it now? The thought police and oh with information this was like this is so <laughs> okay so they have this thing that they have textbooks right a person can become like president and decide you know what I didn't like anything that happened in 2012 we're just gonna eliminate that from every textbook print new ones 2012 never happened now if you you know a person, what? I think that would be great for black history <laughs> if Sorry, you a person saying. were to say 2012 happened I remember 
you are the thought police not only comes and gets you they tell everybody that you never exist and if anyone was to speak of your existence the same thing happens to them so it's like doesn't that kind of happen don't our textbooks kind of have specific information don't they have information that they don't or they withhold from our textbooks that they withhold from teachers. so like this book is such mm-hmm. so great and it just really i think that was the book that like lifted the veil off of my eyes and I can talk about that forever, but it's just I so so much of what he said really is just playing out, and that sucks. Your turn. <laughs> okay. So my second book um, kind of corresponds with you talking about the veil. Um, my second book is The Souls of Black Folk by W. E. B. Du Bois. I read this for uh, two college courses. Um, this book provided me with some deep deep insight on myself as an African-American and that's a term that I use interchangeably with being black but anyway um, so in this book I learned of the term double consciousness which was coined by W.E.B. Du Bois and basically double consciousness is um, two identities who reside in in one body obviously the body of a black person and one identity is just the black person and how they view themselves in contrast with how they believe they're perceived by the white person. So, um, double consciousness is something that, like, I think is ingrained in all of us because you can't just be as a black person. Like, you always have to be aware of how you're being perceived, whether you are, um, whether you are like want people to know that about you or not it's it's just something that we always have to consider how am i being perceived uh sorry kind of just gotta like brain freeze a little bit hi oh but he also talks about the veil which is something that you just talked about he also talked about the veil and how um being that black person you kind of see your opportunities in front laid out in front of you and you're not always able to reach for them but that was like in the time period that he was that he was writing the book but it it still kind of applies to today I think that book will always be relevant and I don't even know if I'm really doing the book justice but it's just a little bit of what I got from it okay I know you um you have you took that class in college you said right the philosophy of W.E.B. Dubois and you were so kind to let me borrow the next book that has made it to my favorite books and that was the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm, that was a great one. An American slave by mm-hmm. Frederick Douglass. And it's basically a memoir uh, recounting, you know, I think just going from a slave to, to free. He was free, right? Uh, Did he get, he got freed. I, I can't recall. I read that book a while ago, sorry. Well, they say a former slave. Okay, so. In I the description. Uh, I think so, yeah. I think he went yeah. to New York and all that. Mm-hmm. So I went to art school. I think we had one class that was like a black studies class and all four years it really did not work in my schedule so I never got to take it and this is a part of me just self-educating and I appreciate the fact that you have these books that I can borrow. So this was the first book that I actually read completely that just was like an honest for the most part. There's some things that I wish that he could have really wanted some more detail with as far as dropping names of people. But it was just such an honest story, telling narrative of slavery 
it just made me feel so bad. And I think, like, I was really in my feelings after reading that, thinking that, okay, my father's side is African-American. Like, this is our history. Frederick Douglass is easily, like, my great-grandfather, you know? Right. And I felt very connected and just having to finish the book Mm -hmm. and go back into the world and just be, like, still acting like I wasn't experiencing what I was experiencing. But it was just uh, a really great read in understanding more of the black American culture. And can I say that, like, the authors of both books, I think that they're both remarkable in the sense that W.B. Dubois was growing up in a time where, well, both of them were growing up in a time where it was not okay to be educated as a black person. Like, that wasn't encouraged. And Dubois was a very intelligent man. And if you read his, some of his pieces, like, they're just mind-blowing so to think that. So well-written. Yeah, it's just mind-blowing to think that someone like him, who had gone through all that he had gone through, was able to still come out on top. And the same thing for Frederick Douglass. He wrote um, What to the Slave is the Fourth of oh, July. right. Every Fourth Listen, of July, that, that just speech? comes up on social media. But... If that wasn't the most accurate thing you have read, Listen, I know that you know what he could have endured because of as a result of that speech. Listen, I was I'm just so I'm still just so amazed by that speech. And if you haven't read it, look it up now because it's all over the internet. You can find it. Yeah, or and just uh, look out for I'm black like, people posting it on Fourth of July oh, too. Fourth of July, <laughs> but don't wait till the Fourth of July. Like, get your hands on that. Yeah. Today. Do you have another book? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, not, no, no. It's sorry. fine. Oh, yeah. My last book is Napoli Ever After by Trisha R. Thomas. Oh, yeah. You always talk about that book. I do. This book is so near and dear to my heart. Like, I read this book. I started reading this book probably in 2012. And wait, I'm so lying to you. I started reading it in, 20, in 2008. And I revisited it sometimes, but I never really completed it. But I finally gave myself completely to this book in, in the um, winter of 20, 2011. And I could not put this book down. Let me tell you why. I felt like I had such a connection with this book. And it really wasn't until Monique told me that I saw a lot of myself in the <laughs> character, which is why I connected with it so much. So... The main character, Venus Johnson, she cuts off her hair at the beginning of the story, and um, she cuts off her hair, and it's symbolic of her cutting off all the negative things in her life that she feels are, like, weighing her down, one being her live-in boyfriend, who's in medical school, and the book just kind of takes the readers on a journey of her process as she's learning to be more confident in herself for cutting out all of these different things and and she's just kind of like redefining what beauty is for her so needless to say that that book was inspirational in me cutting off my hair in 2011 also and just starting a new journey of like just a journey of just like self-love and I recommend that book to anyone I mean, I don't think guys would appreciate it as much as I did, but I I would say that females, especially like black women who are natural or who are contemplating going natural or black women who are just like 
trying to make like big decisions, I would say read it. And I think it's amazing. And it's like a series of like 15 million other books after it. I tried to keep up, but then after a while, I was just like, okay, enough. But okay, what is like happening? Are, are you? I'm sorry. I'm just really okay, excited. Okay, uh, calm down. This book, <laughs> this book is just so incredible. It was like a movie for me, and I couldn't okay, put it down. I could not stop turning breathe, pages. I would go to bed late every night. You can a little slower. And... People have to listen. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I get caught up sometimes, guys. You just started talking oh, really, yeah. really fast. Because <laughs> that's when I got yeah. really excited. Okay, the end. That's my book. Okay. (laughs) Those are my three. And I guess together those were our six books that we enjoyed and will probably be reading again. And would probably always recommend to you if you ask us if we know any good books. Yes. Guaranteed to get one of these. Oh, and let me... Okay, just one more thing. I will always, 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 always They should be like, wait, hold on. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) That you read books by the bishop td jakes because i just i could only put i could only put three books here because if i could put more i would tell you about other books of okay so we will put books in the description more books yeah. if as we see fit and, and listen to his podcast oh, his podcast to, is so good but and okay. try to tune into the potter's house on sundays if you can like it streams online yeah okay this is just about books the, but I just have yeah to. it's about books sorry okay. um i'm just trying to promote the bishop josh no? okay we already did a spirituality podcast that was that was his moment no but i didn't even promote him then we didn't but anyways give these people a quote give these people a quote that's what they want right now brooklyn east new york you know what why you what are you (laughs) (laughs) what just happened can you (laughs) can you please okay so the quote is <clears throat> you know you've read a good book when you turn the last page and feel a little as if you have lost a friend and this is by Paul Sweeney wonderful and as usual our intro music was provided by Astronomics you can find more of his music at soundcloud.com backslash astronomics or facebook.com backslash astronomics Lastly, you can connect with us on Twitter at We Come From Queens. The Queens is Q-N-S and Tumblr as well. And if you don't possess any of those accounts, that's okay. Because you can always shoot us an email at wecomefromqueens at gmail.com. And the Queens here is spelled correctly, Q-U-E-E-N-S. We would love to get your feedback. Bye. Toodles.